everyone. Welcome back to Life Chats with Liv B. I am Liv and this is episode 14. So today I have a guest again. It is Greg again. The same guest. The same guest as last week. Um, If you guys listened to the boyfriend episode, then you will have been introduced to Greg, my boyfriend. And um, since I posted that podcast and since I did a little Q&A on my Instagram where I talked about the fact that we're dating and blah, 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 I got a lot of messages just kind of asking how I moved on after my breakup and how to move on after a long-term relationship. So I thought that that would be a good topic to talk about. It's a hot topic. Hot topic. So for those of you who haven't listened to the boyfriend episode, or if you did, here's a little recap. Before Greg and I started dating each other, we actually both had been in long-term relationships. So we're both going to discuss how we coped and moved on, but I feel like it will be interesting to have the male perspective and the female perspective, even though we're very similar people. I feel like they differ a lot, though. Yeah, I definitely feel like they differ. And I also feel like people think they differ a lot more than they actually do. Like, I feel like people have these preconceived ideas of what guys are like after a breakup and what girls are like after a breakup. And I feel like that's totally not true. Like, everyone deals with it in their own way. Yeah. And depending on the relationship, too, or who broke up with who. Definitely. How the Because that was different for us as well. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So much to talk about. Yeah. So we're just going to talk about our experiences, have a good old life chat. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, an iced coffee. Iced as tea. We spill the tea. <laughs> as we spill the iced tea. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Cozy on in and let's talk about how we moved on after a long term relationship. Mm. So, where to begin? Okay, so I had been in a relationship for almost seven years when it ended. And how long had your relationship almost been? Almost five. And with my breakup, I was the one who ended things. I don't know. People say that guys are like heartless and they just like do whatever and don't care. But I honestly think that guys want to avoid that painful conversation like the plague. Like they will do do anything anything. to not have to sit down and like break up with a girl. I don't know why. Like I've told you a million times, like all I would do (laughs) is just endure it. Like you just keep enduring things until like that's just what guys do. Although this one was different because you were married. This was exceptional. (laughs) Yeah. But like... With marriage, obviously, it's a vow that you take to work through things. And I think you are super committed to that. And so that's probably why you didn't end it even when you should have. When I should have, I always felt like it would have been embarrassing to end it so soon kind of thing. Especially after taking that type of vow, like you said. It's just like a blow to the ego. And as you know, men have... Way larger egos. <laughs> Even they know. <laughs> That's something Most that Candace said in, in the episode where we talked about breakups. She said yeah. there's this conversation now that she's had with quite a few people who were like embarrassed to end their relationship because they had gotten married. And then yeah. so soon after they got married, like a year later or like a few months later, they realized that they had kind of like tried to save things with a marriage and it didn't yeah. work. That's obviously not the case with you, but like... Yeah, yeah, it's just interesting. We're quick to put our ego over our happiness in most yeah. cases. Like. So Greg actually went through his breakup first, and yeah. I was the first person you told yeah. besides your family. That's true. Um, it was like almost a week and a half later, two weeks later, actually. Yeah. And so I spent the kind of the first two weeks <laughs> just kind of not telling anybody. Yeah. Even what did friends. you do like, for those two weeks? <laughs> like, honestly, nothing. I was. It was one of those situations where I 
kind of forced a breakup, you know, where I, I was kind of enduring things for too long. It was getting to that boiling point where we were just like, ah, you know what, this isn't working out. So I got broken up with, but in a way that... So I wasn't shocked and I wasn't going through the grief or anything like that following the breakup. Like because a lot of people who get broken up with are... Um, I was basically, even the first day after being broken up, I was like, eh, well, honestly, <laughs> this is kind of for the best. Like, I felt pretty good. If anything, I would say, like, more distraught or confused because immediately your routines get screwed up mm-hmm. and things and feel And you guys live together, obviously. Yeah. And, and like, she moved out. Yeah, like, even when half the stuff gets cleared out, you just, everything, something feels off mm-hmm. and missing, even though you wanted that thing to be kind of missing in a, in a weird roundabout way. Yeah. You, you just feel off. And so, like, a lot of that confusion can lead to thoughts of sadness and things mm-hmm. like that, even though, really, you know, it's a great thing. But then, for those two weeks, really, though, it was mostly just getting back into routines and doing healthy things for me and, like, just feeling better. Like, honestly, I felt pretty good about it. It wasn't going through grief, like I said, so. Yeah, and I think we've talked about before that the reason why you didn't necessarily go through that grief after the breakup yeah. was because in your specific situation, you kind of went through that and like you went through almost the death of the relationship yeah way before the breakup happened yeah and i think a lot of people can probably especially if it's a long-term relationship they can probably pinpoint that moment when like you know things are over but it doesn't end for a little while oh yeah and so you kind of already prepare yourself especially if you're the one who's going to break up with the other person like you go through that way earlier so when the breakup actually happens you're past that point you were ready for that yeah Yeah. and I feel like that's what happened with you oh 100% yeah I was ready for a long time yeah (laughs) like that's why you were more so just confused and a little bit lost like you just didn't really know what you should be doing at any given time because that person was removed it was simply just routines being messed up and I think something that people always assume with guys is like they get broken up with and they immediately go to the club or like go on tinder and try and hook up with someone it's usually a distraction yeah or something like that because no guy likes to be caught up in their own head and like Mm -hmm. actually think things through (laughs) (laughs) they hate thinking things through (laughs) and we do but we do it kind of in our own time and listen to the advice of other guy friends and their advice is to do that go to the club go distract yourself and that's the number one advice you always get so i was the first person that you told but you waited yeah. like two it weeks was, to tell Yeah, me. because even then, even after f- whatever it was, four years of marriage, you know, even then you're like, ah, oh, this is still kind of like embarrassing or a hard thing to admit. And yeah. I'm not a particularly proud person. Like I don't go around, you know, I need to prove myself to yeah. someone else. But I guess, I don't know, I guess just in the culture we're in, breaking up a marriage after only a few years kind of thing. I, what I thought was frowned upon in the end, turns out nobody actually gives a crap everybody's really caught up in their own stuff so i spent a lot of time thinking about that stuff where i shouldn't have been and should have been focusing on my own happiness yeah for the really the first two weeks of the breakup i watched tv shows and (laughs) ate a lot of food (laughs) went on some runs cleared my head and just kind of did my own thing it was kind of fun i'll be honest yeah with you. um i know a lot of people don't have that kind of luxury of yeah you know going through a breakup like that um but lots of people who if it was a really unhealthy breakup they yeah. probably would feel that sense of relief but yeah it was uh definitely time to get out of that relationship and 
kind of move on to other things. Mm -hmm. So for me, I told the very close people around me right away, Mm -hmm. but I didn't tell anyone else. I didn't talk about it on social media for months um, because I couldn't. But even though I was the one who ended things, it honestly felt like like it wasn't (laughs) because I just didn't see it coming for so long. And then when I realized that it just like wasn't working anymore, I was completely blindsided by it. And I was just like, how can this be happening? Like, I'm so confused why I don't feel this way anymore. Um, and then it almost felt like it had been decided for me. Like that there was just fast. nothing I could do at that mm-hmm. point. I, when I came to that realization, I was like, it's already over. Like I can't continue in this relationship, but it still happened so fast that I just felt like I wasn't even in control of it, which is the weird part, which is why I kind of felt almost like it had been ended for me. Like it was very yeah. weird. Um, so even though I was the one to do it, yeah, I just had a really, really hard time with it. Cried for like like two weeks (laughs) on and off all day, just like, yeah, crying a lot. Um, But I also did kind of get out and force myself to do things. Like I would go see my family or like try and talk to my friends or go to the lake to go swimming. Yeah. Um, And just like really took those couple, first couple weeks to just be alone and be sad. And I know you're a person of routine as well. Yeah. You need the day to day, like knowing exactly what you're going to do the next day. Yeah. Being thrown out of sorts like that. Mm -hmm. Having the apartment empty. Yeah. And it took a while for that. Like it was so dragged out that I didn't have a routine for a while. It was kind of like. He didn't move out and then he like slowly moved his stuff out and I was still like holding on to things that I shouldn't have been. And then like when all the furniture got divided up and stuff like that was like another thing. It almost felt like a breakup like five times. It took so long for me to move on when I wasn't like when I kind of kept the space the same and it was just like half empty and it wasn't until so this is one tip I have is to change your space and I talked about that with Candace when I finally got some new furniture and like Mm -hmm. changed the rooms around a bit it felt like I could move on at least with my daily routine kind of part of my life I think the first thing that we both had to do was just like get a new routine yeah yeah like finding one as soon as you possibly can Mm -hmm. is going to move the process along so much faster. Yeah. Whether it's go for a run at the same time every day, whether it's cleaning your room the way that you want it to be cleaned. Yeah. Or even like making your bed every day. Exactly. Just little things like that will start to kind of bring some normal feelings into your life. And that's really what you need. It's not going to fix your problems. It's just going to put you on a path. Like gets you on the path to healing. Yeah. I feel like too, when you go through a breakup, it's like complete instability. It feels like someone just pulled a carpet out from under you because everything feels so unstable. You're questioning everything. You're like, what is even real anymore? Like my life, my whole life (laughs) is a lie. I remember even like months after the fact, you even say that like, what is even real anymore? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like what I feel like I'm in this alternate reality because, you know, when someone famous dies and everyone's like, wow, that's kind of how it feels when you go through a breakup. You can't believe that it actually happened to you. So I think like just getting your routine, it helps bring a tiny bit of stability back Mm -hmm. into your life and kind of makes you feel like you can regain control. Yeah. at least over something in a healthy way. I think another thing that brings, like, throws people for a loop, too, <clears> is if you're the one breaking up with the person, like you mm-hmm. did, you're hyping it up in your head for probably months at that point, or weeks at least, like, thinking, oh, my God, like, this is going to be the biggest thing to ever happen to me. This is huge. And you think about all the possible <laughs> scenarios and how it's going to go, and you just overthink it to hell. And uh, then, of course, the time actually comes, you decide you're going to do it, and you realize how weirdly simple it is and how quickly it can happen. You just It's just a couple of words that you have to say, and, right. uh, and all of a sudden, it's 
it's done. And that alone is a, a traumatizing factor. That alone will cause you the grief and the, yeah. you know, because a whole seven-year relationship or five-year relationship can all be whittled down to just a few like words. Like a sentence. When you said that, it kind of like brought up yeah. some feelings of that time it because does. it almost feels like you're like shooting someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. just like you do it and it's like boom and then it's done and you're like, oh And there's nothing God. they can do about it. Yeah. And there's nothing like if you're being broken up with, there's nothing yeah. I can do about it. And usually what happens is it gets drawn out and you end up having, you talk for like yeah. too long and it, you know, you keep having more and more conversations. But the truth of the matter is like when someone says, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. Yeah. You go it's so just long done. in a relationship thinking that, or having the feeling that everything you say is equal. Like there's, yeah. you have an equal say in everything that yeah. you do. And then all of a sudden somebody says those words were breaking up or whatever it is. And all of a sudden you realize that you don't have a say in it anymore. And yeah. all of a sudden nothing's equal. And yeah. that person has all the, all power, the power to, because you can't have a one-sided relationship. Yeah. And that is in itself. Cause nobody would ever think of that until yeah. you're being broken up with. And you're like, that's when it kind of hits you the, the hardest. Yeah, like no matter what you, you do, do, no matter how much you want to be with the other person, if they don't want to be with you, then like you can't have a relationship. Yeah. And I think something that when people send me messages, something that I always tell them is if you got to the point of breaking up, the relationship just couldn't have worked. Yeah. And that's what I remembered all throughout mine. I was like, maybe I shouldn't do this. Like maybe it should be fixed, all of that. But like once you get to the point of breaking up, I think things had to be bad enough to get to that point. Yeah. And it was obviously really hard for me to deal with that at the time. I was like, I felt like it was unfair, even though I was the one who yeah. ended things. I felt like it was unfair that it had to end. But I've realized in all the months after it, there was so much leading up to it. It's not like I just decided one day that like, oh, I just like, yeah, I just think we should just break up. <laughs> no one ever thinks like that. It's there's so much stuff that builds up to it. And you try for so long to make it's always things a work. breaking point. Yeah, and then when you reach that point and things end, you kind of go into this space where you're like, you kind of forget all the things that led up to it that got you to that point in the first place because it hurts so much. As human beings, we're just trying to get rid of whatever pain there is. So we're very quick. Like even our brains, I think, subconsciously do it. We we forget mm -hmm. purposely all the things that drove us to the breakup in the first place mm -hmm. and nothing in the relationship was as painful as it is right now. So yeah. you're quit. that's why a lot of people will go back to a relationship yeah. that isn't working because it's they think is still less painful than that pain that they're feeling in the confusion and guilt and all the thoughts that they're having post-breakup. In the end, most of the time, you broke up for a reason and if you can stay strong enough to kind of get through those few weeks or whatever it is months yeah. it depends on the person in the relationship but if you can get through that you do almost always realize that that was kind of the right path in the end yeah. and you do eventually those those memories of how bad it was or whatever do start to they come back to you resurface. once you find happiness again in your life that's why i kind of wanted to talk about like long-term relationships specifically because yeah. when you're in a routine of like living with someone or being with someone for so long of course you're going to have months and months and months and months of confusion mm -hmm. and like grief to go through. I feel like if you're in a relationship for a couple months, like you can still be really, really upset and like yeah. heartbroken, of course, but it would probably be quicker for you to get back into the routine that you were in before that yeah. relationship. For me, because I am so young, like a seven, like if I go back seven years, I was still in high school. So I had never been an adult 
like in my adult years without that person. Yeah. And so I had to literally learn how to be an adult and be on my own for the first time since I was in high school, which is crazy. Yeah. I remember right after your breakup, we basically started hanging out with you again. Yeah. Like all of our group of friends. friends. Yeah. And um, I remember they were like, oh, we should, like, you should go downtown and, like, try and find yeah. a new girl and stuff. And you were just like, no. Yeah. No <laughs> Everyone was like, really? Like, you, you don't want to try it? And you were just like, no, like, I'm just going to chill for a while. Yeah, don't need that. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I was really like, liking that freedom. Yeah. And just, like, no attachment whatsoever. Yeah. And I feel like we're the same in that way, like, after a breakup the last thing I wanted to do was yeah. go out and talk to another guy. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like, I just was so distraught. And I think I think the stereotype is, like, guys will go out and, you know, try and get over the girlfriend or whoever broke up with them yeah. with someone else. And, like, that is true a lot of the time, but that's definitely just a distraction. Just because they're downtown doesn't mean they're not thinking about it while they're downtown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. One other thing I thought of that you did, you went shopping. That's true. <laughs> I feel like it's not like you got broken up with and you like went shopping, but I mean, the first time you went out and like bought some things just for yourself, you talk about that sometimes and it's like a very happy memory for you. And I'm not like a guy who just like loves to shop. Like I don't, I do it like once a year, but I I think you're right. Yeah. When, I don't know if any other people out there have this kind of experience where they felt like I felt like I couldn't kind of wear what I wanted without having, needing approval or something like that. So... When I finally broke up, I kind of went right out and I bought I randomly just had been at the mall and I just ended up buying a ton of stuff. And like the feeling I had was like, oh, my God, I can buy anything that I want. And it was kind of refreshing. Yeah, I think that was like a good moving on tool for me. Like that was a, a breaking point in my kind of confusion cycle. Where right. I was like this is actually pretty nice yeah it turned from confusion to like you found a bright side yeah like it felt really good to be able to just buy anything that i wanted Mm -hmm. and not have to ask for approval yeah and uh that doesn't i'm not saying go out and just buy a ton of crap that you don't want or anything (laughs) like that but it just something like that that kind of gives you some sort of identity of your own without identifying with the other person something that girls do a lot is change their hair oh yeah i got a tattoo you got a tattoo (laughs) (laughs) i got a tattoo on my butt (laughs) but honestly i like that i thought thank you (laughs) i thought that getting a tattoo in that state would be a really bad idea because i was like i'm in a very erratic state should i really be (laughs) tattooing my butt right now but Honestly, looking back on it now, it doesn't just remind me of that time. But when I do think back to that time, I am just really proud of myself because now I've come through on the other side and I got through it and all of that. So it is a nice reminder. Not saying for people to go out and get a tattoo. That's not going to help you move on. But if there was something you had been wanting to do for a long time, because I had wanted a tattoo for a long time and my ex-boyfriend was so weird about it, was like mean about me getting one didn't want me to do it even though it's my own freaking body yeah and so once we broke up i was like i'm gonna get a tattoo like i've wanted to do it for so long and i love the tattoo yeah if you have wanted a piercing or a tattoo or a piece of clothing a super crazy pair of shoes that your significant other was like iffy about or told you not to get it go do it because it feels really good feels really good and that's a symbol of you just kind of moving on without them because at some point, you do have to realize that your life has to continue on without them, whether you were the one who broke up with them or they were the one who broke up with you. Yeah. Your life is going to have to move on eventually, and it's going to be without that person. So the f- 
the quicker you can accept that fact, because it does take quite a while to accept for some people, like for me. But once you accept that, you're like, okay, now I can start taking steps to actually do that now that I've accepted that fact. It takes a while, but you'll get there. Okay. One thing I did want to say, because when I was going through my breakup and I was reading articles (laughs) and listening to podcasts, I told you I did it a lot. Every single article, I was like, why does everyone seem so nonchalant about this? They're like, oh, breakups suck, but like, here's some good things about them. And I was like, what you just, you just glazed over the breakup part. Like, what the, like, honestly, I was so pissed. And now that we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, we're being very nonchalant about it. We're like, yeah, it hurts. But like, when we say, yes, it hurts, we're glazing over months of me like crying and like being really super confused and all that. But like, nobody wants to dwell on that part. (laughs) Yeah. But once you get through it, eventually you do move on no matter what. So I wanted to just stick that in because if anyone is currently going through the like grief and pain right now and you're listening to this and you're like, oh, they don't get it. Like mine's way worse than theirs. It must be. No, they were all very bad. Like both of our breakups hurt, whether it was like before your breakup or after. Yeah, before my breakup, but yeah. Yeah, like it hurts really bad. But if we could do it, like anyone can get through it. Yeah. Don't fight the pain. Yeah. Go through the pain until you realize there there will be a breaking point in your mind. Your everybody's mind is different. Mm-hmm. How much pain they're willing to put up with, but eventually there will be a point where you're sick of all the pain yeah. and the suffering, and there's like nothing that you want more than to not feel that pain anymore. Yeah. And eventually, your brain will just come to the conclusion that you need to move on. One other thing I did want to say, thinking back to like some of the messages that I've gotten from people and like what they say specifically, just ended a four-year relationship. Like I'm just so hurt and confused. This person was my soulmate and I knew that we were meant to be together, but like he hurt me so many times and blah, blah, blah. And like, what do I do? Saying that this person's your soulmate, but also saying they hurt you so many times. When you're going through a breakup, that completely makes sense in your head. But as someone looking from the outside in, honey, that was not your soulmate. <laughs> like if they're hurting True. you multiple times, they're not your soulmate. They, yeah, and if they hurt you at all, then that's yeah, not like somebody they, you should be with. Yeah, exactly. It's plain and simple. I think especially with a long-term relationship, you have this idea that because you've been with that person so long, it's almost like you owe it to the relationship to stay in it. Yeah. But the amount of time you're in a relationship has no bearing on if you should actually be with that person forever. There's nothing that correlates length of time with somebody with your happiness. Yeah. I don't think you should let all of the memories and all of the things you share together outweigh your happiness if it's gotten to the point where you feel like you need to end it. And then I think people, like once they're in the pain of a breakup and they're trying to move on and they feel like they can't, even though you totally can, Mm -hmm. um, they look back on all that time and they feel like they just threw it all away. Right. But the reality of the situation is you're not throwing that time away. Like that time is still yours. Like it's still a part of your life and it's something that you can't get back, but you shouldn't look at it like it was wasted time. It worked in the past yeah, and it simply just doesn't work now. Just because it worked before doesn't mean that you're not going to find that with someone else. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to add? Nope. That's all my wisdom for today. (laughs) All your wisdom's used up. My great wisdom about (laughs) breakups. Honestly, I think for a lot of people, just knowing that you're not alone in a situation is enough to kind of make you feel better. But just trust coming from two people who are in long-term relationships. Recently. Recently. And found happiness. Who got through it and found happiness again. Like, it is 
entirely possible for you to come out on the other side and be better than before. As long as you're open to it. Yeah, as long as you're open to it. One key to moving on is to be open to moving on. Two, feel the pain. Feel the Work pain. Work through the pain until your breaking point. Yeah. When you have that kind of breaking point or breakthrough point where you have the realization that you're ready to move on, yeah. then start pushing out of your comfort zone a little bit and do things like go shopping or change your hair or do the things to kind of bring stability back into your life get a routine going yeah get a routine trying to force those things during the pain isn't a good idea i don't think but once you have that little breakthrough moment that's like a little win and you should definitely do something a little bit outside your comfort zone final step try and find something to be happy about every day live b and greg b's advice to happiness (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, I do want to do an episode with Greg on happiness because he's a happy boy and <laughs> a happy boy. And uh, I feel like he has some wisdom to share on happiness. But I hope that this was helpful or at least uh, interesting. So yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up here. Thank wrap you guys so much for listening. If you liked this episode, make sure to leave a rating and review on iTunes. If you're listening on iTunes, that is. And I or myself and a guest will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.